This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Welcome, our dear listener. Once again, you are here with us to study God's Word in the heart of the church, the program that leads you straight into an in-depth study of the scripture. I'm here, Emmanuel Laye, with my friends, Gloria, Franco Pokuwain, and welcome so much to the studio. Thank you. And thank you for coming every time also. We are looking at faith and history. Faith and history. So, um, we have seen a lot of historical um, facts that prove the Bible actually is right. It does exist in what it is saying. But uh, I want us to go to the issue of faith. Because our choice, our choice of influence on understanding the Bible sometimes has to do with being just or just having faith. In Jesus Christ, what uh, one of the faith chapters, as you know, Hebrews 11 talks about some characters and the faith they had in God. We'll pick a few of them and try to see how they had faith in God and what we can learn from that in studying the scripture. So, maybe we may want to look at Hebrews 11. We may not read it, but if you are out there, you can go to Hebrews 11 and later read from uh, one that is verse 1 to the verse 40. But we have characters like Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah. We also have Joseph, Moses, Rahab, and Samson. I want to start with uh, Frank. Can you give us something small on any of the characters that we have mentioned? Yeah, these all together are called the heroes of faith. Now we see that faith itself is not just about simply believing in something, but then believing in something and also acting in response of that thing you believe. And this is one characteristic we find about all these people that have been described as heroes of faith. For instance, if you pick Noah, by the time God created the earth, up to the time of Noah, there had never been rain. But God told Noah there is going to be rain. So prepare an ark. For me, I would have said, ah, but what is rain? It has never happened before and you are calling it, you are saying it is coming. But for him, he did not act like I would do. He acted upon the words that were given to him. Build an ark for rains are coming to destroy the earth. Period. He followed, he built the ark and that gave him salvation. So, it is about acting on what you believe in. Thank you so much. Maybe you want to add something to it. Um, Gloria, with the other names we mentioned. Mm, we are told someone like Abraham. Uh, we are told that the city uh, where he was was one of the grand cities of the time. And he was asked to leave not just the city, his kindred, everything that he was familiar with and go to a land unknown. Yet he took that action. He followed his faith. He's believing the God with what the action of actually moving from that land to wherever God would show him. And we watch why we are looking into faith and history is this the the effects, the influence of our actions as a result of the faith on generations to come. Okay. Abraham's obedience, Abraham's acting action of faith resulted in what uh, the king the 
nation of Israel being built and then all of us getting to benefit from that covenant God established with him. So Abraham acted in faith and there has been a resultant effect. So history, something happened in the past and it has based on faith and it has impacted on our lives even now. So I think an impact on our lives. I think our time is also inching to a close. Maybe I don't know if we have time for quickly looking at some, maybe two more names that we read and if something briefly can be said about them. Frank, can you start with us? Yeah, for, I, I will not mention any name now, but then all of them, as you mentioned, they are all heroes of faith. They all acted. Yeah. Now, it is written there for us as an example. It is history. What do we make out of it? We saw in the history that when Enoch acted, something happened. When Noah acted, something happened. When Abraham acted, something happened. Okay. What does it tell us? If we also act upon the words of God, we are going to see things happening in our lives. So sometimes if we are confronted with decisions and so many things that we find them very difficult, some of these heroes of faith confronted situations that are more difficult than... But then, if we look at their examples, we will be able to sail through. All right, then uh, maybe... I don't know if we have some more names, but I want to add one. Not just impacting on future generations, but on our own lives. When we take the life of David, when David had to encounter Goliath, what did he say? I have been able to face lions in the desert, and God has been able to draw victory through me. And based on that experience, that history personally that he had had with God on the power of God, he was able to reveal the power of God. So it helps us in our work with God to to help us take that step of faith as well as also impacting on generations after us. Thank you so much our panelists for coming and for taking us into this insight. We have really learned a lot. Um, We will be going to have some more study tomorrow with a summary of all that we have done. Bring his word and be blessed as you do so. Amen. It's always good to sit and learn from the feet of those who have gone ahead of you in life. Experience, they say, is the best teacher. And for that reason, you need to tap knowledge from people who have been reservoir of knowledge in their respective careers. For that reason, we have this program, The Career Path, which seeks to bring the professionals to your doorsteps so that you can learn from their expertise. They have all not been successful over the night it has been a dent of hard work tonight we have in the studios Jacqueline Akuria who happens to be a nurse by profession Jackie you are welcome thank you who is Jacqueline Akuria Jacqueline is a lady from Konongo Asantiache mm-hmm. Asanti region <laughs> I'm a nurse by profession. Um, Before you became the nurse by profession, some young man 
and some young lady brought you up. Who are they? My dad is um, Emmanuel Akua, mm -hmm. and Mercy Akua is my mom. All right. So where did you start schooling? I started schooling at Konongo, mm -hmm. Oxford International School. All right. Um, and then I then moved to Mines, Konongo Mines, DA or MA, GHS. Mm -hmm. That's where I completed GHS. Okay. So from Konongo Mines to another Konongo school, then to where? To Kenya CSD. Senior High School. Senior High School. Right. So from Kenya CSD Senior High School, which course did you read? Home Economics. All right. Do you have anything that was so outstanding, so far as the school is concerned, that you think is so remarkable in my life, that for this, I'm so happy I was part of that school? Yes, yes. Kenya CSD did. Um, I, I met Chumba Kudia and Ofaba there, and they helped me a lot. They All helped right. me a lot during okay. my school. So from Kenya CSD, where did you move? To Kumasi Nursing Training College. Confanochi. Confanochi. Right. So where was your rotation done? Tech Hospital, University. All right. And currently, where are you stationed and where are you working? Currently, I'm working at um, Kwada Suezi Hospital. Kumasi. Okay. What does it take for someone to become a nurse? Um, you need to have a passion for the, for the profession. You have to be dedicated, really, really dedicated to the profession, and you you need to motivate yourself. So dedication, passion, then motivation. Yeah. All right. Uh, who has been your role model so far as the career nursing is concerned? My role model. There was uh, one woman we lived with when I was um, I was a child like primary school okay yeah <clears throat> sorry i've forgotten the name but the woman then moved to south africa okay she was a nurse okay and i was living up to her okay so she has motivated you right from, from the scratch yes. all right um what is your favorite bible quotation psalm 118 verses 8 psalm 118 verse 8 it is better to put your trust in God than to put your confidence in man. And what has been your favorite hymn? Hymn 633. And? When we all get to heaven. When we all get to heaven, what a joy that will be. What really inspired you to become a nurse? As I was saying, the woman was, um, I'd wanted to give health talk when the woman, uh, health talk when I'm at home, someone will run to you, Antenas, my child is this, 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 and give advice to them. So I wanted to do that. That's what motivated So me. you saw the woman doing that for people yeah. and that served as a motivation to you. Mm. If you want to say thank you, who are the people you want to say thank you to? <clears throat> my dad, my mom, and I had a teacher at GSS. He's Papa Ken. Okay. Probably known as Papa Ken. Chinua Kudia and Ofaba. All right. What about your siblings? 
I think they've also been very inspirational to you. Yeah. How many siblings do you have? We are four. Okay. I have three siblings. In addition to yourself, you have four. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to advise someone who wants to become a nurse, what do you tell that person? Um, I'll tell someone who wants to be a nurse to be very, very much particular about their profession. And so we have to have a passion for the nursing profession. Okay. Else you can't do it. Right. Do you have any challenges so far as this profession is concerned? Yeah, mm. I have challenges. You know, nurses have challenges. Mm -hmm. you know, we all know that nurses go to work for the morning duty. You go to work of, um, for uh, 8 o'clock, then you close at 2. But sometimes those are the uh, emergency units, not, not even at the emergency unit only. You go to work, but you have to do extra Always because the one who's supposed to come and relieve you yes. is not in now. All right. And you have, we risk ourselves too. You have, come again? We risk ourselves. You, there's so much risk involved in yes. that. Okay. All right. It shall be well. Uh, I don't know. You are doing well. And I probably have to shelve that when a nurse once doubted who I was and felt had brought in someone and I never sounded so professional because the person was dying and had to rush him to the consulting room <laughs> without notifying her. Uh, well, uh, later, uh, she came to apologize, but then that is passing. You are doing so good uh, work as uh, professionals. Uh, where do you church now? Currently, um, I'm at um, Life Source Community Church. Okay. I'm also high tension. All right. Yeah. So what has been your role? In the church, I'm part of the health team. Okay, and um, I'm the temperance and health director. Yeah, okay. and uh, young ladies. I'm the leader for the. Oh, young okay, ladies. okay. Yeah. Uh, you said when you all get to heaven, it's your favorite team, and Psalm 118 verse 8, your favorite Bible quotation. And yeah, yeah, ma, ma, ma. <laughs> right, sorry, forgive me about that one. Uh, that has been very particular about these young ladies and their woman ministry, something. Yep. Uh, the word at large, apart from the nursing career, if you want to tell people to put up virtues, to do what is right, uh, what will you tell them? Oh, well, tell especially the youth that there is no shortcut way to making life. All right. Yeah. That is pregnant with a lot of meaning. There's no shortcut way to be successful in life. You must go through the whole rudiments and you must go through the due process <laughs> before you can get to the top. Jack, we are so grateful for making time with us and wish you all the well in that. Please stay out of trouble. Work very well. Dedication, motivation, passion for whatever you want to do. Same time next week, make time with us. The career path and your life will never be the same. I've been your host, Daniel Kinubakudia, for this segment. Thank you. Stay blessed. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths.
I greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus. This is Present Truth and your host, Pastor Charles Echamfodia. Before we listen to the word of God, I want us to pray. Bow down your heads and let's pray. O God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, we thank you for the love you show unto us each and every day as we prepare ourselves for your word. May you come and talk and speak to our hearing. In Jesus' name, amen. The topic for my short sermon is titled, This Must You Know, or You Must Know This. Let's read a Bible quotation in Acts chapter 22, verse 14. Then he said, The God of our fathers has chosen you, that 
you should know his will and see the just one and hear the voice of his mouth. Amen. Friend, this is the voice of the Lord, of our fathers, of your fathers. He says that you should listen to the voice of the Lord. This is what the Lord has for you. In your life, you should listen to him. Many a times Jesus calls us, many a times the Lord calls us to come to him, but we refuse. We tell him we don't need you. We don't want you in our way. This is sad, but the Lord is still talking to us that we should come to him. He has given us five main points that we want us to, to look into as we listen to him. The first one is that if you are a sinner, you are unfit to see God and to meet God. Friend, whatever sin that you engage yourself in, you can never see God. Because in Romans chapter 3 verse 23, it says that all have sinned. And we have shot of the glory of God. So whenever you sin, it means that the glory of God is away from you. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 31 says that it is fearful things to fall into the hand of the living God. So whenever you sin against God, friend, you have no way to go to him. The second one is that God has provided salvation. Even though we have sinned against him, but he has given us Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is our salvation. Whenever you allow yourself, whenever you call him to come your way, victory will be yours. In John chapter 3, verse 16, it says that God himself gave us his son. And whenever we believe in him, we shall not perish, but we will have everlasting life. Oh, what a joy. The third one is that God offers you salvation now. Today is the day of your salvation. Friend, yes, you have aborted for about five times, but today is the day of your salvation. You have even killed. You've killed your friend. We don't know anything about it. People don't know anything about that. But the Lord says that you should come to me. He will forgive you, no matter what you have done. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of your salvation. When you come to him, he will receive you. The fourth one is, life is uncertain. Life is uncertain. I could die today. As I'm speaking to you, I could die. You could also die. We have heard of coronavirus, COVID-19. It is frightening us. Whenever you see even your children, you are not able to go to them. Life is uncertain. You could be hit by a car, anything. You could be in your house and you will die. Life is uncertain. My friend, prepare yourself to meet the Lord. Life is uncertain. Just a step, you could die. As Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 3 says. And the last one is that prepare yourself because there is going to be judgment. Prepare yourself. If you don't prepare yourself for the judgment, you will not inherit the kingdom. You will be killed. Friend, prepare yourself well. The Lord needs you. He wants you in his way. He says you should all come unto him. He will forgive us all our sins, no matter what we have done. The judgment, he will say, Oh, Father, forgive them, 
Father, forgive him. Charles, he sinned. Yes, he killed. But I'm forgiving him because he accepted me. Friend, why don't you allow yourself for Jesus to come your way? I wish he comes my way today. Why don't you also seek him and ask him to come your way? And he will send you back to your home, the peaceful home. In Romans chapter 6, verse 8, the dead, even the dead, will join us to go to heaven. So even when you die, you will go to heaven. May the Lord be with you as you prepare yourself. Take these five things seriously and your life will never be the same. Shalom. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. Continue to speak to our minds and our consciences. In Jesus' name, amen. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Belle. May God bless you. Hey.